You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Rest Days. My name is Maria Sylvester Terry, and I am here with the wonderful, spectacular... Wonderful and spectacular Lauren Lavelle. Wow. Yes. Why not? I think there's even more words to describe you. I love that. Yes. Well, I love you. And we (laughs) love taking care of ourselves, except sometimes it doesn't go the way it should. This is a very realistic self-care episode. We are going to talk through the health-promoting type behaviors for self-care, as well as what Lauren has nicknamed Gremlin Girl Self-Care. And it is what it sounds like when I asked her to describe it. She gave me all of the things that came to mind, which, Lauren, do you want to give us a little... I mean, I think that, you know, lots of people go to goblin mode, but I prefer gremlin. So that's all I'm saying. Oh, perfect. So I, I like gremlin girl. What a sweetie. Yeah. What a yeah. cutie do you, she do is. You know the, do you know the movie Gremlins? Of course. I have. Do you here. remember? Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember Gremlins 2 when there was a lady gremlin? And she had, <laughs> I saw someone yes. with the lady, the lady gremlin on a shirt the other day and it was so good. Yes. I was like, wow. I think I need to get, I need to find that shirt and get it. Please do. Please do. It's also an exceptional costume concept. Uh, (laughs) I might need to run with that. So we welcome you to tune in today for our realistic self-care conversation. It will be a little different from what you're used to seeing or being marketed to, which is all, that's what we're about. We also want to give a little shout out to our Patreon subscribers, our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. You can become a patron of Rest Days by going to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcast. And we'll get it started with some clickbait. Yes, I have, um, I have some clickbait. I don't know if it's clickbait or if it's like... Maybe it's a little bit of drama that has been going on on TikTok, including one of our favorite people, but we'll get into it in a second. Anyway, so we all know about Olipop and Poppy and all those pre and probiotic fiber sodies, right? If you're not not familiar, these are... (laughs) These are like bubble waters, but they're not super bubbly. And they have, a lot of them have like probiotics, prebiotics, and like fiber in them. Yes, yes. So think like, you know, the fiber one brownie bars or whatever that you used to eat because you (laughs) thought they were brownies. Um, And then you were like, oh my God, my stomach. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But in the form of like a bubble water, easy peasy really like making a lot of people's lives easier to get this access to fiber. Sure. So there's a little bit of a drama over the fact that uh, another dietitian was breaking down the ingredients. And of course, like going over the ingredients, diet culture getting in the way of like, you know, Oh, all these things like in the ingredients Mm -hmm. and why are they in there? But like part of this person's questioning felt like, why is there 
why is there like fiber in here? Which is like kind of the whole shtick yes. of <laughs> this thing. Point. So it's been really like evolving into like, I guess maybe a reading comprehension class mm-hmm. um, of like people getting upset or saying that these drinks hurt my stomach, this, this and that, not realizing that they were ingesting something that is supposed to be for your belly. Like, Correct. so in some folks, of course, it's going to cause a little stomach upset, especially if you have no idea that it is and you're chugging them down like, wow. reg- like regular, like bubble waters. So oh, no. that has been, that has been a little bit of, of the talk on, um, TikTok recently. And I just think it's so great. Of course, uh, one of our favorite dietitians, Clara had to take, uh, do her take of it and, and, <laughs> And at the end of the day, like we're fans of we're fr- fans of the uh, prebiotic, probiotic fiber sodas because they are a way for people who may not typically be ingesting this to get access to it. It's not for everybody. Yeah, it's it's you can get fiber and pre and probiotics from food. Like you, you know, you don't need to like, you don't need to have like a fancy little treat drink, but if you want one, it's a good option. But I just think it was funny that this was like causing people, like some people were very upset that their stomach was upset by this, but it's kind of like. Yeah, it truly was a reading comprehension issue. Exactly. Like you said, (laughs) it was, it was a reading moment. I find that when people get annoyed about a product it's because they want all products to be for them for and, them yeah right? totally. and it's because it's, it's on their about, for you page right so <laughs> and it's a dietitian talking about it and this person is in my face directly in my hand like of course i should be paying attention to it there's going to be a lot of things that don't work for you fiber one was certainly one of them for me um i have never had olipop but i wouldn't be opposed to trying it is oh, it you'd gonna... like it. Yeah. <laughs> you'd like it. You'd like Taurus. anything in a can. Oh, yeah. Little <laughs> Yeah, you'd like it. It's a special drink. It's a special um, drink. I Yes, I love a special treat, a special drink, and a koozie. So I think the whole aesthetic is right. Will I pair it with a salad, everybody? The answer is no. Probably not. Right. Like, it, you know? it is... It is what it is. And like you said, with the For You page, I think it's very interesting because um, the other other side of this is like the inability <laughs> to keep it moving, which is what Olipop is promising. Cause it's, it's getting you moving, oh, but yeah. um, the inability for some people to be like what you said, Oh yeah, I tried, I tried it. And I was like on the toilet, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, girl, maybe don't drink so much. Or like, maybe this product isn't for you. There are yeah. some things that Scott can eat that I cannot eat and vice versa. So it's been, it's been, um, Fun to watch a, again, this is an, a totally optional opt-in for fun. <laughs> this is optional. It's yeah. totally optional, but people are upset. So that's my, that's my weekly clickbait that I have been on, um, fart, fart soda TikTok. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a new level of bubble, right? It's like yes. some... Bubble guts. Bubble guts, indeed. Well, thanks for sharing. Um, I love being brought into the world of TikTok because I'm really not actively on it. Um, I'm thinking about perhaps becoming more of a dabbler. You're in the the thinking about it phase. 
the pre-contemplation stage. <laughs> yeah. I'm there well, with a lot of things right now, yes, to be honest. <laughs> I feel that. That's why this episode's happening today, because we are mulling over many things in our lives. So I have a little uh, clickbait for us sent to me by Caroline, one of our uh, Patreon subscribers and a dedicated listener. And Caroline sent me a video from Higher Dose. Do you know Higher Dose? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course do? I do. Of course oh, I do. <laughs> because you're a little chameleon, a little gecko. Um, well, because I'm in the wellness world in general, oh, right? Course. Like, you got to toe in, you gotta, you're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I keep my toes out of that as much as I can. But what I love about the ad for Higher Dose, which is like a sauna blanket, so it's not mm-hmm. a weighted it's a sleep, blanket. It's a it's, sleeping bag that's hot. Yes, it looks like a trash bag. Um, and it really is a, it's a steamer, but it is a scorching calorie mechanism while you relax and the what I love about what I love about the marketing is it's like quit your gym like what (laughs) yeah yeah it's like stop pouring money into your gym membership and just use the sauna blanket it's like now wait a minute I like the gym and the sauna. I mm-hmm. am not going to rely on pure sweat and calorie burn alone from overheating my body to, like, have a body. Are you, like, no, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, like, why? It's, it seems like a missed opportunity between, you know, the value of both of those things, like you just said. <laughs> right, like, we could have the blanket at the gym. Like, just We can coexist. The yeah. <laughs> um, the... The face of the woman on the elliptical, or the, the I guess is a stair climber. She is so miserable, but then she just crawls. Is she me? In, yeah. Yeah, crawling into your blanket and lays on the floor, and this is much easier than the elliptical, which, honestly, I probably would agree with that because I'm not an elliptical gal myself. And uh, you don't need to quit your gym membership to use the sauna. I live in a sauna most months right. of the year. I'm still going to the gym. And I, I think that just like my earlier clickbait, it's kind of like a, you know, like you kind of have to just tilt your head a little bit and be like, hmm, let's try to piece this together together. Um, Me and you. Yeah. Is this sauna blanket the same as like lifting weights? Yeah. Like, it, you know, I, they don't have to replace things. They can be supplemental they can be added to things um i actually would like if i had a sauna blanket i would get in it when it was cold it was Mm, not cold it has yet to be really cold in philadelphia this year um yeah (laughs) yeah wasn't it cold when i came up like that's as cold as it's gotten and that's not cold cold yeah no 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 um so yeah i mean i i would love a warm blanky and I know a lot of people who are in fitness and teach movement who do use like recovery aids yeah Um, yeah and they're like I don't see anything wrong with using a sauna blanket especially if it's like super cozy and easy for you to do um if you have access to it these things are not cheap um they are not cheap I think that's like five hundred dollars oh my goodness yeah and so all of those factors go into it. Once again, supplemental. Not, <laughs> you don't need it. It's nice. You don't need it. If you don't like it, 
you could scroll past it. Um, but yeah, I love that it was just like quit the gym. That's <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm right. I'm interested in in how that angle is working out. But I, I mean, I get how that angle could work because many of us are like, I don't want to go to the gym. I absolutely don't. I would love to get in that blanket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even I can lay down. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for for humoring us, Caroline, by sending that. And I'm, of course, not surprised that Lauren is fully versed in the sauna blanket lifestyle. Um, We are going to dive right in now to our realistic self-care conversation. And we're just going to start with, you know, how do we define self-care? It's pretty, uh, I think, a pretty straightforward word, right? It Mm -hmm. defines itself. I'm curious, Lauren, for you, for your life, what is self-care to you? Um, I think self-care for me is making sure that I'm meeting my basic needs in all of the pillars. So, like, sometimes I feel like, you know, one thing gets let go because other things are taking, you know, taking precedent over that. Um, And I think self-care is about really bringing it back and evening those out and allowing myself to, to take care of all those different realms of my life. Yes, yes. Beautiful. What are some of those realms of your life? Well, one of them could be fitness, right? One of them could be my movement practice, my independent movement practice, not my classes, not my clients. The other one is food. Another one is sleep. Mm -hmm. Things we've talked about here, you know, sleep, my relationships, both with friends, with colleagues, with my husband, with, you know, my, my two beautiful cat children, like getting, getting all of those things to a baseline. I'm not trying to say that everything is going to be thriving and I'm going to have like the best of everything, but I think it's giving, giving a little bit of energy and attention and making sure that I'm like pouring back into the things that boost me up. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like refilling the gas tank. All of the yeah, on, yeah. On all of the things, like making sure those things are like pretty balanced because they definitely get out of balance. They do. They do. And sometimes we rely more heavily on one than the other. And that can also get us out of sync. Um, yes. I think of self-care as self-preservation, at least right now in my life. I think my definition of self-care has changed a lot. I welcome you all to have, you know, ebbing and flowing definitions of things because uh, thing, your life is going to look different. Right now, um, my goal is to preserve my spirit and my energy mm-hmm. and my time. And so it, self-care really looks like that saying of when you say no to something, you get to say yes to something else. Um, mm-hmm. So it's finding the boundaries around my energy, my space, my time, which ultimately makes me a happier person and a much better dietitian, a better friend. <laughs> Lauren knows to come looking for me. If she hasn't heard from me, like, hello, are you there? Because I will kind of, I'll resort to maybe those gremlin girl habits that aren't so fantastic and um my self-care really is settled around how do i preserve my spirit what makes me me and it means that i also come from a place of self-love in a way because i do like myself i do like my personality and i want to be able to show up fully yeah yeah i think that self-preservation is definitely one one side of it right we can think of like uh you know rolling gently rolling our faces (laughs) in our in our seven to twelve step 
like face care routine as like one end of the spectrum yeah. right because if you have <laughs> the bandwidth to do that but i guess for some people that might be like that might be somewhere else on the spectrum because Correct. that's like that's like that is what's keeping them <laughs> together this the rolling of their face with a cold stone <laughs> is what is keeping them from crumbling it might. it might like i have face masks in the fridge i'll be the first person to tell you that self-care is not a bubble bath and yet, I love it. Can be, cold, yeah. yeah. I love a cold face mask. So knowing I have them in my fridge is is self care one hundred and one to me for totally. sure. I love that. And I also need to note for non Patreon listeners that Lauren did grab a roller onto her face. They're everywhere in available. my house. I don't I know. They it. like they started multiplying. Like again, like gremlins, they just like started popping out of everywhere. And so now I have them in every room. I don't know why. Well, I'm and I just roll between over. my eyebrows, like just, just roll between your eyebrows. Yeah, a little Vegas nerve action. Okay, <laughs> I'm into that. So those are our definitions. Of course, y'all are going to have your own definitions. We welcome you to challenge definitions that feel like they're restricting you or holding you back from actually doing what your body needs. Um, let's get into some health promoting self-care. We'll save the gremlin girl business for the end. Um, when I think health promoting, I think it is boosting, right? It's not taking away from us. It's not <laughs> like we're little us. video game, like we're Sims, right? Like we have to. Yes. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on health promoting self-care in this world? Like it, it's February 17th, the day that we're recording this, there is a lot happening. There's so much happening that we don't all know what's happening because different outlets will report different things. Like there's a lot happening in our world. It's 2023. There's been a lot happening for three years. Um, what is health promoting self-care for you? What would you say? Yeah, I think I just mentioned it, but, um, I did recently see a TikTok about someone saying that they do treat themselves like a sim. And that's, mm. um, that's kind of how I have always engaged with, um, health promoting, activities for myself and it's like let's fill up like you said so one of those is setting myself up for uh like nutrition success um we've talked about this but mm -hmm. like throwing the can of tuna in the fridge um yes, yes buying buying the snacks that I'm like unsure about or just like just picking up something that I may not be sure about in the moment but like may serve me a little bit later when I'm like oh no you know those uh maybe some pre-made meals maybe you know like microwave or air fryer safe things um so I think that's a big one as far as like nutrition and then as far as my movement um allowing myself to keep like my schedule, but maybe switch up the form of movement. So this week I had my time blocked off on my calendar to go to the gym. I made it to the gym exactly zero times this week. Um, but I used that time to continue doing things that were for my body and for Amazing. my movement practice. Um, so it didn't look like deadlifting this week. It looked like going on the trail. Um, cool. and it looked like, you know, maybe rolling around on the floor extra long, working on my ankle that I recently sprained that I should be working on more frequently, but I had the time. So I was able to do that. Um, and I think it's really about doing the main, the little things, the health promoting things are the small things that personally I don't want to do. They're the hardest because I don't want to do them. They are taking six water jars downstairs and putting them in the dishwasher today. <laughs> Six. Six. 
um, and loading them in the dishwasher, knowing one, that I'm going to have another water jar that's clean soon. And two, that I will not keep collecting them. Like those are little things that the collection of water jars is going to stress me out if I look up and I'm stressed out. Um, but yeah. last night I was actually not a gremlin. I was like a fairy and I collected everything that I needed to collect and put them in a space where I could easily pick them up when I had more energy. So I think it's, it's future. It's present. You setting future you up for success, like all the time you're like, yes. And then when you open the fridge and there's something to eat, or you wake up and the laundry, the empty laundry basket has the six water containers in it. So you could just take them down easily in a vehicle. Mm -hmm. So good. And it feels like, okay, I'm just chipping away at these things. And that's how I know I'm doing these health promoting activities because it feels like it can do it sustainably. It feels like I'm working towards the greater goal of taking care of myself. Um, and yeah, like even my if a five step face routine is too much doing the one or two steps is like, that's it. That's a form of self-care for me, like sticking to something. Yeah. I remember a couple episodes back, you said something about, you know, the 90 seconds it takes to wash my face, which is part one of my skincare routine is like, I am worth that 90 seconds is how you mm-hmm. put it. And I've never forgotten it. I have never, other than last night, cause I didn't take my makeup off after, <laughs> after a Mardi Gras parade. However, I have almost always, 99% of the time, since that podcast recording, I have left my bathroom saying, I am worth 90 seconds. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. So happy to hear. It is so, some of those little things, I echo exactly what you said. Health promoting self care to me are all the things I don't want to do because (laughs) I'd rather be working or sleeping or doing something for someone else. Right. And so at some point, sleep is okay, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, I mean, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I've been rubbing my eyes the whole time because, like, I didn't take my makeup off and it's not, it doesn't sit well on my sensitive little eyelid skin. So there are some things where I'm not going to be mad at myself for that. I'm going to be understanding of why I did that. Um, And, health promoting self-care really looks like doing the little chores or the little things that I don't want to do. However, like you said, present me helping future me. I say that to my clients a lot. I also think of it like taking care of a plant or taking Uh care of your friend. Like your plants need water and air and food. Did I say water? Yes. Uh And a little attention. And they need attention. They need sweet talking to. We know that. And a little treat. They do need a little treat, a little (laughs) fertilizer, a little job stick for your tomatoes. Like, you need those things. Um, Sometimes your plants get sick and you need to spray them with little essential oils that keep the vermin or the pests away. Like, we need to look after ourselves, is what health promoting self care looks like for me. I also think (laughs) lately in my early 30s, I care a lot less about what people think. However, I still have a people-pleasy element to me, um, and minding my own business is health-promoting self-care, and I feel like saying it out loud makes it real, right? Like, minding my own business is about me recognizing what do I need, not necessarily what is everyone else doing, do I have FOMO? Did I meet everyone else's needs? I really have to look at like, look at my situation. I've got a water cup, an empty seltzer, a coffee cup, a random deodorant on this table that doesn't need to be here. Like I can tell that I'm in need of some, you know, some of my own work here and I don't need to worry about other things so much. I also like you like a variety of coping skills. 
including nourishment, including movement. Um, have I shared my knife block metaphor with you before? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll share it with you and everyone. I share whenever I can. Um, so do you have a knife block in your house? I mean, I know what one is. Just okay. pretend I have one. Okay. So you have... Pretend, pretend I have okay. one. <laughs> so you have the six steak knives on the bottom. You have a big chopper. You have a serrated knife, a small serrated knife, a paring knife. You have all these knives. And self-care looks like that entire block of knives. It's not just one of them. And yet so often we love to grab our favorite knife. It's the one we use over and over and over and over again. Lauren, just because you're here and you can answer this question, what happens when you use the same knife over and over and over again? It's going to get dull. Yeah. And so I see this a lot where people get, you know, medicine or uh, what exercise is my medicine, exercise is my therapy. Mm-hmm. And we dull mm-hmm. out some of our coping skills, which to me is very unhealthy. So then when we go to grab like reading <laughs> or uh, listening to music or taking a walk, those knives feel really, really weird in our hands. We don't have practice using them. So then we think they don't work. So I really hope that we can all start focusing on the broad look of what self-care is that it's many different coping skills and it's not just having the three or four that are aesthetically pleasing on Instagram sometimes it's taking your six glasses down the stairs <laughs> to go yeah. in, the, in the dishwasher uh, I thought that was a really good example I, I, oh. I think health promoting self-care is very difficult I just can't emphasize that enough it, it is difficult in the environment we live in in the economy we live in it's, it's challenging Yeah. And I think you saying economy is also something that maybe we can touch on a little bit because a lot of self-care is commodified, right? Like it's, it's sold back to us. We're constantly being sold back the ability to care for ourselves and told, and being told that we don't have the innate ability to care for ourselves, which in some cases we don't. Um, but I think that it's worth mentioning that some of these things are free 99. Um, blocking off, maybe blocking off a little bit of time, even five, 10, 15 minutes to take some deep breaths and roll around on the floor. Um, doesn't need to cost you money and you don't need a new outfit to do it. And you don't need a new mat to do it. And you don't need like anybody to witness it for it to be completely valid and helpful. And I think that that is so, so, so important when we think about currently what's going on, what we have access to, what we, what we have access to, just what, what is even in our knife block, right? Like right. What, what's left? Right. Like, because knowing me, like there's things that have broken off, like, oh, that's not usable <laughs> anymore. But I still have the knife block and we're like, yeah, we're making it work. There's four steak knives. There used to be six, mm-hmm. but like only two people are eating. That's <laughs> fine. Like we're making those things work for us. Please don't let anyone like sell you another knife block when you have things that are working for you. So like there are things that will work for you that cannot be sold to you. And there are things that maybe look like they need to be upgraded that are pricey and they are a sauna blanket and that's not necessarily it. Mm -hmm. So I think that self-care is truly like there are so many forms of it which saying no is a great form of it, like keeping up with your boundaries. And while yes, like therapy, which costs money for most people, not everyone has access to that. Not everyone has time for that. Not everyone is in a space where they can do that safely. So suggesting therapy is like a great addition to self-care. And there are other things that we can do 
in the meantime and to promote these healthy behaviors that are not necessarily that. Yes, yes. Um, you know the uh, the meme of you better fix my entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was me when I bought my new vacuum and then it didn't and then I got another yes. vacuum and it yes, did. That's right. I remember. You had, hold, <laughs> you had to hold the thing the whole time. I remember. The vacuum debacle. Yes. Like I think of that because that that meme is so um it's so real because that's how we feel about sometimes like the journal we buy. I'm going to start journaling. I'm but who start... doesn't want that, Maria? Who doesn't oh. want to press the button and get it oh, sent to we your all house? Do. We open all do. the box and the box is like, you're better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally I had to admit, that. I admitted that to my therapist. Like I have to tell someone I am trigger happy on the online shopping right now because it does feel good. And they know it feels good. That's why yeah, that's we why the, keep buying everything. That's why it works. <laughs> so I yeah, think for sure. Also, like you have to recognize that it works for a reason. It doesn't work permanently or even long term. Um, and you have to sort of deprogram yourself. That's why we started with definitions today. Is you might need to deprogram or redefine your definition of self care because certainly it has been commodified. And I'm so glad that you shared. Your breakdown of it is just incredible. Yes. Wait, before we move on, I think it's a really perfect example. Again, we're always comparing ourselves to one another and like how mm -hmm. different we are. You are like, I'm pushing that button for online and getting those deliveries because it does make me feel good. Like while I'm doing that, like that's a little like boost that would give me so much anxiety and a form of self-care for me sometimes is knowing that I need to push the button and order oh. a pair of shoes that like supports my feet, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But like sometimes pushing the button is self-care and sometimes yeah. it, it, it is gremlin girl behavior. Um, I was about to say it's a really good transition to gremlin girl <laughs> because I, I mean, I am just there lately in the gremlin space. Um, my, I would. 20 boxes arriving per day. And it's not, none of it is like this high-end fancy self-care stuff. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, we need a new trash can because Josie keeps opening the other one. <laughs> like, like I just, I'm like, yeah, let me solve all these little problems with right. uh, commodif commodified things. or with, This is holding my life together. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? Let it, let's order six weeks of, six or six months of toothpaste. Like, whatever it is we need. It's a lightning deal. Okay. Like, I don't want to live my life that way. And I recognize sometimes I'm doing it because I like feeling in control of the little things um, that make my house feel like they're happening. So, Gremlin Girl self-care, there's no shame. We are going to just mention that if it's only Gremlin Girl behavior all the time, you might feel really gremlin-y. Uh -huh. uh, might not actually help your self-care. I am just dying to hear what you are doing as a little gremlin when you are just in that headspace. Okay, yeah. My favorite, uh, like an, the ideal night of a gremlin it, for me is taking um, an edible and <laughs> sitting on my couch and having my laptop open where I'm looking at my emails. I already my... know where this is going <laughs> Having my phone playing TikTok and having something on the TV okay. at the same time. And then it's midnight. <laughs> and then I uh, crawl my way up the stairs and I get in bed and I continue looking at my phone until my eyes crust over and I must go to sleep. Um, and that's it. That's it. And like, that is 
absolutely my favorite form. And I know it well, and it works. Like, it works for what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, I know, like, some people, some of my friends, their favorite form is the form where you're pressing the button and, like, getting the new thing. Like, and that sometimes is happening late at night. <laughs> like, that sometimes is happening late at night. So, but for me, it's like, yeah, it's absolutely uh, the largest pajama bottoms I have um, up to right under my boobs. <laughs> I eat like Scott's old shirt on the couch. Every, every screen and every amount of input to just like turn my brain off. Yeah. Like yeah. just be quiet, be quiet. Me, <laughs> like my brain, you talk to me, TikTok. you talk to me, um, the new Netflix dating show that is like all the people from other Netflix dating shows on a dating show. That's basically like love Island. Um, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this week looked like a little bit. Um, and yeah. And I know that like, that's definitely gremlin adjacent behavior or gremlin mm. behavior. It's not always that way. Um, I would like to rewind because earlier in those gremlin days, typically I work through lunch. Mm. Typically, I, you know, didn't have a plan to like nourish myself. Maybe I skipped out on going for a walk or uh, like not doing screen time. Maybe I woke up immediately started working. So I think that they roll into like this larger experience. And the only way I can downregulate is by doing that true gremlin behavior mm -hmm. at the end of the night and and then starting over in the morning, which I think is also an important thing to say. Like, yes, the mode can be reset. You get to start over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every day is a New Year's Day. It's a fresh start. Um, I really appreciate that. I, I'm really also glad you brought up older gremlin behaviors because now I'm able to sort of remember these frustrating times of obviously very different from you. I would... I would work through lunch, yes. However, I would write out my calendar on a, when I was starting to feel really anxious. Like, let's write out everything I have to do today. And it would start at like 6 in the morning. And I would go 6 to 7, 7 to 8, 8 to 9. And I would do that until like mm, 1 o'clock in the morning. And just like I would fill my schedule. And whether or not I put lunch on there was obviously besides the fact. It was just very hyper regulated it was hyper controlled because it felt good and then I would color code it and then I would grab stickers and then I would just like fixate on the plan because everything else felt like it had no plan maybe my life felt like it was falling apart at the moment those behaviors are so unsustainable whereas I think the gremlin girl behavior of 2023 that you named is sustainable in a way like, you could do that once a week, twice a week, and be perfectly fine. It might not solve any problems. It might not do anything. But what I really like about it is it is that sort of avoidant coping skill. And I sometimes need that. Like, I need to just avoid doing anything else so that my brain will stop working. Totally. I also would like to state that going back to the knife block, like, those things start to dull. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. Like all of those things, particularly when you're uh, taking them all in, <laughs> mainlining social media, mm -hmm. um, it's not going to like, it won't do it for you anymore, which That's is right. why like the other inputs, like, damn, I could have had my Alexa on too. She would have, pl she's playing the news. <laughs> like, like 
it gets so bad. And I mean, I think it, it's also like interacting with the other people in your house. I have another person, I have another adult that I live with, but if you have kids, then they're on their tablets and that noise is happening. Um, so sometimes it's just this like sensory overload that can kind of, for people, maybe people like me can feel very relaxing, can feel like maybe the only way to relax mm -hmm. is to just like, <laughs> just blast the noise just coming from it. I'm like, <laughs> where is that sound coming from? I don't even know anymore. But um, I think, yeah, they definitely dull. They dull over time. Yes, they do. They do. And then I think they also start to feel like uh, like mud or quicksand. Like it's hard to get out of them. And then you do the behaviors and you're like, oh, I keep doing this. It's not <laughs> helping. One of my – so I had told you all that I change my pillowcase every night. Uh, <laughs> I have a very sweet relationship with my pillow. I love a clean pillowcase. I love the smell of them. When I was a kid was when I kind of started doing this. I would just walk in my room, sit on my bed, put my pillow in my lap, and just kind of put my head in it. And just, like, kind of just take a moment to, like, reset. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes still do that. I leave all the lights off in my house unless I'm in the room and I need light on. And I'll just go into my dark bedroom in the middle of the day or whenever it is, and I will just sort of, like, clock out of that moment. And mm -hmm. I find that, like, if I'm doing that six or seven times in a day, I'm like, okay, girl, this is not it. You need to address the This problem. was the whole working day. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't take your calls in here. You need to figure it out. Um, I, I think that there's just, like, little tiny behaviors, too, in the gremlin phase. That, like, just, like, simply, like, not picking up after yourself, letting the mail, the junk mail, just, like, pile up, what, pile I, up. If I get the mail, if I'm the one who picks up the mail, most of the time, I can sort it out a little faster. Um, but if Scott picks it up, he doesn't want to, like, mess with my mail. He's very mm -hmm. methodical about that. And I'm like, please, please, for the love of all things, if it looks like junk mail, throw it away. Because I'm not going to open it. I'm never going to open it. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to open it. I will throw it away. I'm going to be like, why didn't you throw that away three months ago when I brought it in? I'm like, I don't know, because... It left my brain. Like, yeah. It just couldn't register anymore. Yep. I can't think of many other gremlin girl behaviors at the moment, although I have one that I've been like trying to scratch this itch, and it kind of ties into last week's episode about takeout and delivery. Mm. Um, whereas I've been saying, like, I've been having such a bad day, I'm ordering a cookie. And there's a company here called NOLA Cookie Company. And I, mm -hmm. I'm always just like, we're going to order cookies. And, like, it's not a financially feasible decision. It's not a great option. Um, and Caleb is always the one putting his foot down, like, we don't have to do that. What are, what do you need? Cause it's not actually the, hate that for you. $25 cookie that this is. No, it was, <laughs> it was that it is that I'm going to counter argue that. Don't, don't encourage me. I mean, I will do it. I, it's just funny. We always hit this crossroads of me being like, I want to pull that knife out. And he's like, Maria, you've got many other knives for this problem. I don't think the cookie's going to solve it. It's great. You should come live with us <laughs> because Scott will be like, I'll go get you that. Do you want anything else while I'm out? It's so cute. Yeah, because I have, I had a thing in like when in the summer, um, because I am a cookie girl. And also, I like fresh, like, baked yes, cookies, yes. right? Um, so it's not the same. You're like, why don't you just go buy them from the store when you're, like, already there and bring them home and eat them throughout the week? Like, no. 
It doesn't hit the same. Um, so there's like a bakery not far. And on Fridays, I was just like walking by there and getting a cookie. I love it. As part of the walk. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it was a walk to get a cookie. It was like, no, it was a meander around. And then like, oh, we've ended up here. That's convenient. <laughs> um, like, it doesn't matter what direction. All directions lead to Friday cookie. Um, that? Yeah. But like, I think that, yeah, I, I totally get where Caleb's coming from. I just feel like as as an also hard day, I need a cookie girl. Like, I would never deny you that. I'm just be like, yeah, maybe we do need to plan ahead a little bit more with the, with the cookie thing. Yeah, maybe I need a, a cookie fund to, to a lot, so I feel like it's a secure decision. I mean, it's... I think it's also you need to collect some stars in yes. some other areas. Yes, I do. Um, I am a big fan of the little treat. I, I think that in some ways getting a little treat might be seen as gremlin girl behavior, but I'm going to be honest, getting a little treat the last three weeks of my life has been such a joy factor and a joy boost. So um, I think it's a generational thing too. I would like to, I would like to state that I think getting a, a little treat may be a generational thing. And like a lot of times we grew up maybe hearing that we don't get a little treat or like treats were, for some of us treats were few and far yeah. between. And now we like maybe have, grown ass money and so the yep. little treat is like the only thing keeping us going i i'm a huge proponent of a little treat yeah i don't know how generational it is in some ways i i do i see that a lot with people did I you grow with. up in a little treat family i drew i grew up in a little treat family and you did my mom <laughs> is the queen of little treats oh sagittarius <laughs> Right. And so my, I would come back from these awful endocrinologist, dietitian, doctor's visits as a kid, and I had all this blood work taken, and they were always like, you can never eat anything but water and fruit ever again. Right. And my mom would always get me a Frosty. And then we would go to the bank, and I always got a lollipop. And we would go anywhere. My yes. mom would always get us little yes. treats. And guess what? <laughs> my mom will look at me sometimes. I'll fly up to Philadelphia, and she'll look at me, and she goes, you want to go to Wawa and get a treat? <laughs> 60 some years old and she's still doing the little treat lifestyle. And I want to go visit her. I want to go get a treat yeah, with her. Yeah, she's incredible. I mean, when I was in grad school, I would go to her office and just like say hello if I hadn't seen her in a while and we would walk and get a little treat. So I'm part <gasps> Yeah. I love that. So I was just not in a, in a little treat like family. And I mean, I mean, part of my gremlin mode also can be, there's like another side, right? There's the constantly getting a little treat side. <laughs> And then there's like, there's like my side, which is denying mm -hmm. constantly the little treat, right? As a form of like digging your heels in and being like, that. yeah, I don't need this. I can power through this without a little treat. Like, first of all, I truly cannot at this point. <laughs> I cannot power through without the little treat. No, yeah, no. Or without the idea of the little treat. It's got to always be there. The invitation must always be open. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank goodness I married... A little treat man. <laughs> so grateful. <laughs> You're not getting it delivered, but you are getting it handed to you. Never going to be delivered. <laughs> um, but he absolutely will feed this gremlin after midnight. He does not care. Aww, so that's cool. I love that. 
Well, I mean, I'm so happy we could talk through the gremlins um, because gremlin girl has a place in your self-care practices. I think it's just a matter of that proportion. She's scrolling. Yeah, she's definitely scrolling. I texted Lauren earlier. I was like, oh, so like scrolling your hate follows or like scrolling accounts you can't stand just to like meander. Looking yourself up on Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or sometimes speaking of Olipop, I'll go on LinkedIn, which is like, you really know gremlin, gremlin girl mode has been activated. That's a professional gremlin. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I'm grinding my teeth as I get on there. And I don't know who I know. I have to like go back and look, but I know someone in the Olipop corporate world because I'm always seeing interesting things about Olipop. (gasps) Yeah. I don't know who I'm connected with. I'll have to find out. Um, I certainly can. Uh, and, but I find that LinkedIn is such a funny little spot <laughs> for gremlins. Yeah, because they're like, oh, somebody's watching you, but you have to pay to know. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Like, someone's always getting a new job. Or like, how about this one? I love the stories that you read, and they're like 16,000 characters. And it's like, I was going to an interview, and I was hit by a cabbie, and that cabbie yelled at me, and I cursed at them. And then I finally showed up to the interview, and that cabbie was my boss. You know, it's like that whole, like, ridiculous saga. Not (laughs) everyone knows how to do everything. (laughs) This guy yells. I mean, too much. Um, Or it's like, you know, I walked and I met a dog, and I cursed at the dog, and the dog was my interviewer. (laughs) That dog was my boss. It's too much, too much, but I love the hashtag be kind to everyone. (laughs) Hashtag corporate advice. Hashtag looking for a job. Hashtag compassion is cool. Yeah. Always Uh, open to jobs for sure. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's, (laughs) I'm going to pepper that in. If anyone else goes on LinkedIn as part of your gremlin girl routine, I would really like to know. (laughs) I once, I once looked up, this is totally off topic, but maybe not. We're talking about LinkedIn. I once looked up most, like almost every guy that I've ever had a crush on. Um, and most of them didn't have a LinkedIn and I was like, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that tracks. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We'll move on. Read. <laughs> that was good stuff. I'm really glad that we could hear that as a group. <sighs> well, I, I think we talked a lot about our favorite self-care tools in, in uh, generalities could you share one that you've been really using lately? Hmm. I'm trying to think like the tried and true is really like a, a bath or a shower for me. I know that that's like a little silly, but uh, shower thoughts are super powerful for me. I love going and taking a shower when I'm feeling like overwhelmed. I know for some people showers can be overwhelming, but for me it is absolutely like a form of like self-care grounding. I can't have my phone in the shower. Um, my, my laptop, yeah, my laptop can't come into the shower. So all of those things are like, that is a way for me to prevent myself from like just checking one more email. Yep. Like it's, it's a hard stop for me there. So I think that that's, I I don't even bring my phone in the bathroom because I'm not allowed because it would break. Um, but yeah, so baths and showers, good, like a good self-care tool. And then I honestly think, uh, a little walk has been a great one. Not, not a long walk, not for the sake of like getting sweaty and or whatever, Mm -hmm. just kind of like a meander. Like I said, around the block or into the post office to see this cat that I really like. His name is Arnold. I saw him yesterday. Like there are certain like 
checkpoints again like a video game like the sims like familiar unlocked locations on yes, the map yes. that you can go and you're like oh okay and like you know going to the post office okay I'll just drop off something and walk home like it doesn't have to be that serious and I think it's a good way to kind of recalibrate for me recently mm, thanks for sharing those are wonderful. yeah how about you how about you besides ordering cookies well I haven't really enacted the cookie ordering yet. I have to Ooh. wait. Um, but I definitely am in um, a big little treat era of my life, um, and I'm just sort of sitting in that. I don't. I usually do what you do, which is like I'll put it off, I'll put it off, put it off. But I've just sort of been uh, resting in it. Another self-care tool that I've had, it's not very popular. I've been uh-huh. waiting to drink coffee until like 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that has been very important for me to at least know – how am I doing? <laughs> because the coffee is like, I'm good now. So I assume everything's okay. But then I also, I'm so far gone from addressing my anxiety once the caffeine's affected me. So it's like, oh crap. So that's been really good. It started as an accident and I just started rolling with it. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, I have been just not doing nearly as much. So saying no to things and doing the least, doing the least has been awesome for me. Um, telling people what's going on in my life. I don't really, I'm a public person and then I have a public Instagram account and I find that people still don't know anything about my personal life. Um, so it's yeah. being yeah, <laughs> telling people that I might need to say no to things and like sharing with my clients or my family or obviously friends. Like this is what's happening. Uh, these are the things I need from you and these are the things I don't. Thanks for caring for me. And if you don't hear from me, like just check in. Um, that's been exceptionally important is just saying no and telling people what's going on because I think that when we are in this world of you got to go, 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 it almost feels like it takes up too much time to tell people how you're really doing. Like it's too much of an effort and like, oh, it'll be fine. Just keep going. And being real with where you are is awesome. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Uh, just Taurus vibes because like my grandma would, <laughs> my grandma always said like growing up, she'd be, when people would be like, how are you? She'd be like, fine and she would never ask them back and she's like because they don't actually care it's just like a nicety that we do to each other and we like can't fire hose like burden each other with what actually is going on so we just say fine and we like keep ignoring it so she would just be like yeah I don't really like that kind of small talk very much Mm. very much uh on brand for her but I think that like a a great a great tactic for self-care sometimes is like either being extremely honest or being extremely protective of your Yes, time. and that's that's definitely both. And then the last thing I've been practicing is I ha- will sometimes randomly get bursts of ideas or uh, things I have to remember to do, and instead of leaving them in my brain where I'm relying on myself so heavily to remember them, I'm actually writing notes to myself or writing a list and then putting it in a place I'm going to see it, and it really is like, oh, wow, uh, me from four hours ago was brilliant. and She was on to something. She, I'm into her, because otherwise I end up thinking, man, I just shot myself in the foot. I have no idea what that idea was. So mm-hmm. I've, I'm into that for me. That one's taken months and months to start practicing, but I'm glad I started doing it. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I my notes app is absolutely wild it's the wild west in there like the, the ideas are like for, they're not even all for me you know um, but they're in there out of my head into my notes app I get it that's where they need to go 
Well, yes. I think this was really great. I'm so glad we could take some time to talk about it. And many of you listen to our podcast because of the way we talk about things like self-care, because we do want to keep it realistic. So we hope that this uh, invited you to keep it real and also to take care of yourselves with a little bit of extra nuance. We have learned a lot through other people, and we also can recognize that there are some great follows on Instagram or TikTok. There are people that could be really helpful in your self-care journey or just self-care practices in general. Lauren, what do you have to share? Anybody uh, that comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about therapy for black girls posting, you know, tips. They they have a podcast, um, so other resources like that. I think, uh, the balanced black girl podcast, shout out to Les. um, very like relaxed, chill, realistic. Um, I think it's just good things to engage with that are maybe a little more, more leaning towards the realistic side of self care. And like, if you're thinking about, you know, being on social media and stuff, these are good follows. And then, um, Jane, my friend Jane Mattingly is posting a lot about body grief and um, just really processing that and what self-care looks like day to day, especially through like the lens of being disabled. Um, And I think that that has been great for me to engage with and look at in my own practices. So those are three that I'm thinking of right now. There's a ton more because I have a very well curated list and hopefully if I can think of them, we can put them in the show notes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, and what's Jane's handle so everyone can hear it? It's Jane Mattingly. It's her name. Beautiful. Yes. It'll be in the show notes. Good, good, good. Um, and I have to give a big shout out to the author of set boundaries, find peace. That's Nedra Glover to love. Nedra, I think is her name. Nedra maybe. Um, y'all, if I love you, that you're on your boundaries. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to be. You have to be. Um, and if hearing that someone's on their boundaries makes you feel like I'm standoffish, you need to check your boundaries. <laughs> oh, I, right? I mean, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm extremely boundary. Yes, it's important. Um, you will find that every day um, she offers a daily nugget on her story. So if you just want, like, a little something about boundaries, relationships, self-care, Um, She will offer it to you, and it is always honest. Um, I also really appreciate Channing Nicholas. (laughs) Not necessarily known for self-care, but if you want to apply astrology, you want to apply, like, what's happening in the universe, you're welcome to do that. I think astrology is definitely part of my self-care. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's so helpful. And the Channing app will kind of give you the heads up of, like, what's coming up in the week, and you can really think clearly. With intention, a forecast, Um, a great follow on Instagram as well. Um, And then I have to give a shout out to Amanda White, Therapy for Women. I find that um, her account's just really uplifting and she's such a great supporter of us. It's so real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we love a a realistic therapy account for sure. we sure do. All right, y'all. I think that really wraps up um, well our concept today of realistic self-care we are that's all we got that's all it is (laughs) that's all it is we would love to hear your thoughts and feedback uh we welcome conversation on the patreon we welcome conversation on social media let us know that you listen to the episode share it whatever it is that you need and let somebody else know who needs some self-care in their life that this might be an episode for them yes so excited to talk about this kind of stuff with you with our audience yeah and 
definitely have to, we'll have to redo this episode too. Because it's going to evolve. It's going to change. Yes, I feel like what will our self-care look like in six months? We should totally Self-care part two. (laughs) Yes, yes. If we forget in six months, will someone remind us? Please, thanks. (laughs) Put it in the I'm putting it in my notes app. (laughs) Very good. Well, thank you so much for listening, y'all. We will see you next time on another episode of Rest Days. Bye. Bye.